oftentimes people will try and use scare tactics to help people do the work and get it done. And what they'll do is try and motivate with a fear of death or motivate with a fear of things getting worse or things escalating if you don't take action now, right? People try and motivate people with a fear of dying as opposed to the joy of living. So a great health coach understands this very simple principle. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat chronic lifestyle diseases and chronic health challenges. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions or disorders which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like their exercise regimen, drug and alcohol use, chronic stress, the quality of their relationships, and of course, their diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad to write a prescription, healthcare providers had a comprehensive solution that could be used in lieu of pills and procedures? What if health coaches had a proven process to increase client compliance? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for health coaches and health professionals who are done with simply managing their clients and patients' chronic lifestyle disease and finally ready to start reversing them by taking a whole food plant-based and cognitive behavioral approach. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith, plant-based health and business coach, founder of the Black Health Academy, and creator of Farm to Table Plant-Based Coaching Program and the Plant Protocol Plant-Based Coaching Certification. Thank you for tuning in today. It's time to come get this health. Today's episode is sponsored by the Plant Protocol Plant-Based Coaching Certification, the first of its kind. It is the first plant-based coaching certification, which ensures you are fully prepared to assist your clients with life-changing transformations that they absolutely refuse to stop talking about. Not only will you learn nutrition science and understand how to effectively use a whole food plant-based diet to combat chronic lifestyle diseases, you'll also hone your coaching skills. In the plant protocol, we use cognitive behavioral coaching techniques to increase client compliance. Because what's the use of knowing your subject matter if you're not skilled at effectively coaching a client to adopting and adhering to it? In the plant protocol, we focus on three key areas, mastery, integrity, and confidence in coaching. Mastery of the science, integrity in your messaging, and confidence in your coaching ability. Please visit theplantprotocol.com today to apply. Let's get into three things a great health coach does well. And of course, I'm coming from the perspective of a whole food plant-based health coach, but health coaching in general, regardless of your niche or your specialty, has some very, very commonalities, some very common things. And I want to go over three of them really quickly today. So three things that a great health coach does very well. This is from years of experience as a health coach. This is from having health coaches and some things that I've observed that my students really enjoy from having a history of being a health coach past several years. All right. So three things that a health coach does very well. The first is that they motivate with a joy of living as opposed to a fear of dying. So what typically happens when people seek out health coaching, it's not usually at the beginning of 
some type of health challenge is usually not for a preventative measure. Most people seek out health coaching because they have tried several things before and they're kind of at a point of no return where maybe Western medicine or their doctor has let them down and they are really trying to figure this thing out, right? And so typically hiring a plant-based health coach is not someone's first attempt at reaching their health goals. And what can sometimes happen is that people will try and motivate people to eat right, to live right, to drink right with the threat of how much worse things could become. And this is not the best form of motivation. Oftentimes, people will try and use scare tactics what they believe, to help people do the work and get it done. And what they'll do is try and motivate with a fear of death or motivate with a fear of things getting worse or things escalating if you don't take action now, right? Here's what could go wrong. Like here's everything that could start breaking down in your body or your mind. And people try and motivate people with a fear of dying as opposed to the joy of living. So a great health coach understands this very simple principle, which is people are only motivated temporarily by pain, but they are motivated indefinitely by pleasure. And so a great coach helps their client to imagine again. A lot of people, when they are suffering from chronic health challenges, especially you know those that have been going on for quite some time, they have typically stopped envisioning a high quality of life. They have set the bar to a point where like, if I could just get out of bed tomorrow and get through my day, right? Like their goals are just to get through the day. Their goal is to just get through the week. Their goal is to just check off their to-do list. But they have stopped dreaming about what it would look and feel like to really live a life of optimal health. And so a great coach invites their client back into that vision again. A great coach motivates with the joy of living, motivates via pleasure and not pain, and helps their client to begin to reestablish what it could look like and feel like to really live life on their own terms. And that's what you want. You want to be able to talk about like, what were your goals? What was your life expectancy before this health challenge took over? What would it feel like if you could play again, if you could run again, if you could travel again? What would it feel like to be intimate with your spouse again? Talk to me about that. You know, recently I had an experience in one of our farm to table classes where one of our students recently shared what we call a non-scale victory with us. And her non-scale victory, she's a grandmother. And she said, you know, because of the work I've been doing in adopting this whole food plant-based regimen, I was able to play with my grandchild this weekend. And she shared that with us and how much that meant to her. And she immediately said, I actually remember telling Lisa this during my suitability interview that my goal and my vision was to be able-bodied enough to actually play with my grandchild. And I just was able to do that recently. And so she was motivated by pleasure. It's that simple. And you would think that more coaches and more people would do this, but you would be surprised how many coaches have no idea what their client's vision is, what their client's imagination of what optimum health looks like for in their life is. And so a great coach digs into that with you, asks those questions with you, goes deeper and understands like what would make you happy? What will life look like for you without this health challenge? And so 
That's really, really important. It's all about envisioning and reimagining again. That's number one. The second thing that a great health coach does, this is a big one, like this is a major one because this is what you're going to spend most of your time doing as a coach. But the second thing that a great health coach does is seize your blind spots and turns your limiting beliefs into unlimited possibilities. This is major. A great coach sees your blind spots because most of us, we're so close to our situation that we're unable to look at it unbiasedly, right? And so a great coach has a perspective of your health and your thinking that you don't have, mostly because you've probably been challenged with this health thing for so long. And so it takes someone to come from the outside, right, who has an unbiased perspective and shift beliefs for you. So a great coach takes your limiting beliefs and turns them into unlimited possibilities. This is insanely effective and should be something that every single coach should work on mastering. Because listen, most people believe from a health coaching perspective that all you need to be great and effective is mastery around your subject matter. Right now, listen, I know a crap ton about nutrition science. I know a crap ton about lifestyle science. However, I know for a fact that my programs and my coaching wouldn't be as effective if I did not master psychology as much as I have. Now, I have an undergrad in psychology, but I also study and got certified in behavior change because a great coach understands and masters human behavior, but more specifically, the limiting beliefs and the behavior of the specific person they serve, which means niching down and specializing is really important. Because if you're a generalist as a health coach, right, you can still totally unpack limiting beliefs with your clients. But the more you specialize, the better you are able to understand the thought processes and the limiting beliefs of that person that's dealing with that particular situation. So if you specialize in weight loss, if you specialize in diabetes, if you specialize in hypertension, if you specialize in athletic performance, whatever it is, that specialization helps you dig even deeper into the psyche of your client. So a great coach is able to take limiting beliefs and turn them into unlimited possibilities for their clients. And so that means you're asking them questions to get to the root of their belief systems. And then you're asking them and helping them, walking them through reframing those belief systems. A great example of this is, you know, in my farm and table class, I've had students who have expressed a fear of being successful, meaning a fear of reaching their health goals, right? People want to reach their health goals. They enroll in programs and hire coaches to do so. But sometimes when it gets down to doing the work, what you find is they're showing and displaying resistance with doing the work. And if you really have those deep conversations with them, they'll express that they really have a fear of being successful because they know what life looks like with this chronic health challenge. They don't know what life looks like without it, though. And so what happens is the client begins to develop a fear of the unknown. And so their limiting belief may be something like, I'm going to lose friends if I adopt this whole food plant-based lifestyle. None of my friends are plant-based. None of my friends are vegan. So I'm not going to have a social life anymore. This is so common, right? 
I'm not going to have a social life anymore. And so they unknowingly begin to sabotage themselves because of the fear of the unknown. Like, I know how to navigate life with this chronic pain. I know how to navigate life with these medications. I don't know how to navigate life when I don't have this. I don't know how to navigate life, you know, two, three pan size smaller. I don't know how to navigate going out to holiday and birthday celebrations with my friends and family, and I'm the only vegan one there. So the fear of success and the fear of the unknown causes them to sabotage their own progress. And then when you start digging into their psyche and you learn, like, really, Lisa, I'm really afraid of being successful here because, yeah, I might feel better and look better, but what is life if I can't spend it with my friends and family? What is life if my partner doesn't want to live this way? Like, how will we have date nights? Like, it gets really practical. And so you, as a great coach, are then able to introduce to your client a whole nother opportunity. What if it goes well? What if, if you were successful, it didn't diminish your social life, but what if it enhanced it because now you're an example to your friends and family and you encourage them to get on top of their health journey and it increases and enhances the quality of the time you guys spend together because now you can walk together. You can climb mountains together. You can travel together. Like how would it change your marriage or your relationship if you did adopt this lifestyle, lost the weight, got healthy, got your confidence back? Like what would it do for your life? Like let's talk about that. And so we take those limiting beliefs and we turn them into unlimited possibilities. Most people are afraid of the unknown. Most people love routine. We love structure and we love repetition. And sometimes even though your client has paid money to work with you, even though your client has told you all the things that they want to accomplish in their health, they still will present with resistance when it's time to do the work because of limiting beliefs, right? I can't sustain this. I can't afford this. This is going to be too difficult. I have to cook every day. I have to exercise. I don't have the time, right? I don't have the expertise. It's going to be too hard. And so all of those limiting beliefs are going to stop them from doing the work. The first thing you have to know as a coach is that they exist. And so if you're only having conversations with your clients about your subject matter and you're not asking them what they're thinking, what they believe, what they don't believe, then you have no idea that their limiting beliefs are at the root of their resistance. And so what you do is try to solve their problem in the wrong way. You try and solve their problem by leaning more into the subject matter of nutrition or reproductive health or whatever it is. But you actually need to be having less conversations about nutrition and exercise, and you need to be having more conversations about their thoughts and the beliefs that they are generating from those thoughts. And so a great health coach does not just do continuing education around their subject matter. A great health coach does continuing education around psychology, around behavior change, the mechanisms of human behavior change. A great coach is in a program. If you're in a certification program, like what we do in the plant protocol certification, is we don't just teach our coaches about nutrition and lifestyle science. Like I spend a ton of time teaching my coaches and my health professionals about psychology, about belief systems, 
literally giving them frameworks, questions that they should specifically be asking their clients, giving them like a script on how to walk through limiting beliefs with their clients. A great coach understands cognitive behavioral coaching techniques, right? And all cognitive behavioral coaching techniques is, is understanding how a client's thoughts informs their beliefs, which then informs their decision-making. And I would probably put my pen and say that I believe is going to be the number one indicator of a phenomenal coach is that they haven't just become a subject matter expert, but they really understand the psychology of the person they are serving. What's the quote? And I hope I don't slaughter this quote, but it says it's not enough to understand the disease a person has, but it's better to understand the person that has the disease. Right. I think Hippocrates said that. But it's not enough to understand the disease a person has. It's better to understand the person that has the disease, right? So as health coaches, we're really like holistic, mind, body, soul, and spirit. We throw these terms around. Like I work with the whole person. I don't just work on one aspect of their health. But it's like, do you really? Do you really? Like, have you really taken the time to study the psychology of your ideal client? Are you specialized and niche down so that you can get to the root of the psychology of the person you're serving? Like if you are a weight loss coach, what type of weight loss do you specialize? Like, are you obesity? Because the mindset of a person who is obese is different from the mindset of a person who maybe just has 10 to 20 pounds to lose. Right. And you will understand the limiting beliefs of those people differently if you really master that psychology of the specific person you serve. But that starts with niching down and specializing. Right. So that's the second characteristic of a great health coach. They are able to see their clients' blind spots and turn limiting beliefs into unlimited possibilities. And then this is a close second. The third one that I'm about to name is a close second to the second one. That that last one, I think is the most important because so many coaches do not study psychology and behavior change. They only study their subject matter and they get so upset when clients don't do the work. But the final one, the final characteristic of a great coach is a great coach has a proven process. A great coach has a curriculum-based framework for a client to follow, meaning when their clients show up to their coaching sessions, we are not winging it here. (laughs) We are not winging every coaching session. A great coach has a well-put-together, proven process. Put a pin in that right there, that word proven. A great coach has a proven process that is designed to solve a very specific problem and it's going to take their clients step by step through that curriculum over a stated or predetermined amount of time. And so, for example, my signature plant-based coaching program, Farm to Table, is a 10-week curriculum-based, plant-based coaching program for individuals who have uncontrolled chronic lifestyle diseases and it is curriculum-based And it is framework based, right? We have a very specific framework that our clients go through, a specific protocol that our clients adopt over that 10 weeks to combat chronic lifestyle disease. And so the more specific and curriculum based that you are, the better you are as a coach. Because number one, if you are curriculum based and you are very specific on the problem you solve for your clients, it means that you have receipts. 
please have receipts. Do not throw together some curriculum of what you think people need to know to get healthy with absolutely no receipts that this process works. So you have to absolutely have a step-by-step framework that's based on experience. So this is why when our clients and our students enroll into the plant protocol, they are required to niche down from the top of the curriculum, right? But we put parameters around how they must niche down. You cannot niche down based on just a general problem in the world that you think needs to be solved, but you have no experience with. Like, yes, a lot of people need to lose weight, but you don't get to decide that you just want to work with weight loss if you have no experience working with weight loss. So when our coaches come in, we require them to niche down based on what we call personal experience or intimate exposure. So for example, we get healthcare providers in the certification, right? And so I have doctors and nurses. And so, for example, one of our doctors, she specializes in uncontrolled type 2 diabetes, but she's never had type 2 diabetes herself. However, as a podiatrist, she works with the diabetic population and she has been working with the diabetic population for years. So that is her specialty as she gets certified with me inside of the plant protocol, right? And so you have to have personal experience or intimate exposure to the problem you're proclaiming to solve for others so that you can create a signature program. But that signature program that we help you create inside of the certification, it has to be curriculum-based and you can only develop curriculum based on experience, right? And that's how you become a phenomenal coach because you're not using your clients as guinea pigs. They're entering into a relationship that they can feel confident in and you can too as a coach. So this really helps to combat like imposter syndrome because you already have this experience, right? So if you yourself, for example, are, you know, have battled an autoimmune disease and got great results from adopting a plant-based diet as a result and your autoimmune condition, hint, hint, that's what you should be specializing in, right? And that's what you're going to build your signature curriculum from. So a great coach has a proven process so that their clients are entering into this coaching relationship with confidence and you are as well, right? You're able to forecast for your clients what they can expect over the next three, four, six months that they're working with you. Like, listen, our clients know, and it's on our website too, inside of the plant protocol, like the plant protocol is three phases. Phase one, mastery. Phase two, integrity. Phase three, confidence and coaching, right? Everything is already laid out for you so that you know what to expect. So it also helps from a business perspective. It really, really helps to secure the client because you're able to articulate to them what they can expect, what the objectives are for every phase of your program and what the expectations are for every phase of your program. So having a proven process, one, helps set the client's expectations and objectives so that they already know the rigor of work that's going to be required from them as they come into the program. Because listen, client compliance is one of the biggest struggles of being a coach. You're like, listen, you asked to work with me. You said, yes, you pay money. Why aren't you doing the work, right? You'll be surprised. So many coaches think that just somebody paid to work with them that the client gonna be compliant. No, 
a client is always going to have resistance and limiting beliefs that you have to coach them through overcoming at every stage of the coaching relationship. The transaction is the easiest part of the coaching relationship. It's the easiest part. It gets significantly more difficult both for you as the coach and them as the client on the other side of the transaction. And so don't think that them agreeing to work with you is automatic insurance policy that they're going to do the work. But what happens when you have a proven process and a curriculum-based process is that during that interview, during that application process, or however you invite them to work with you, you can already have expectations set because you know that this is where it's going to get rigorous. This is where you're going to be met with resistance. This is what I expect out of you throughout this process. This is what you can expect from me throughout this process, right? And so the expectations are so much more crystal clear for both of you. And you're going to roll that into your contract. You're going to roll that into your coaching agreement. And you're going to make sure that they understand that this result that you say you're showing up to get that you really want, here's what's required. Because one of the biggest mistakes coaches make is confusing desire with willingness. So we have something I teach my coaches inside of the plan protocol called the trifecta of transformation. And the first of that is desire. And so, so many people, whether you're a coach or not, like we do this with our partners, our friends, our family, we hear somebody expressing a desire and we believe as the listener that that expression of that desire is equivalent to the expression of the willingness to do what's required to get it. Desire and willingness are not the same thing. And so what happens when a client agrees to work with you and they pay to work with you and they sign the coaching agreement and they're like ready to go is you are assuming, right? When they sign on that dotted line, you're assuming that they're now willing to do the work. But if you guys haven't had a very clear conversation about the work that's going to be required to get the result, their expectations and your expectations have never been intentionally aligned. And so you are confusing desire with willingness. So desire is just that. They're like, hey, I want to lose 40 pounds. I want to get my blood pressure down, my cholesterol down. You know, I want to reverse this diabetes. I want to combat this kidney failure, this fatty liver disease. Like I want to get these my depression and my anxiety together. And so you're hearing them talk about their pain points in their health. And you're literally assuming that them expressing their desire to feel and look better is them also expressing their willingness to do the work. And that is a totally wrong assumption. And so when a great coach has a proven process and a curriculum-based program, they're able to have really open, candid, honest conversations with their prospects before they become clients to say, here's what I hear you saying. You want to lose 40 pounds. You're trying to put your autoimmune disease in remission. I don't know. You're trying to prepare your body to give birth. I don't care what area of health you work in. So you hear them say all that and you're like, listen, in order to put this condition in remission, in order to get rid of the symptoms of this autoimmune disease, you're going to have to give up all sugar. Like in phase one, we're going to have to take all the sugar out. In phase two, we're going to have to do this. It's going to require you to incorporate this type of exercise. We're going to have to dig into this. Like if you already have your curriculum laid out and you can be candid and open about that, you will get less resistance when it's time to do the work. 
So it's going to increase client compliance. It's going to decrease imposter syndrome on your end. And it's really going to help with making sure that you guys are both in alignment when the coaching relationship starts. So that way you don't get frustrated as a coach. They don't get frustrated or discouraged as a client. And they really know that, you know, you might even go a step further and say, listen, even following my protocol, the result that you seek might still take an additional X number of months or years to see it fully come into fruition because it's going to take a while for your body to go from, you know, I don't know, acidic to alkaline. Like you're really setting expectations, right? Where they understand that the length of your program is not necessarily equivalent to the length of time it takes to get the result. So I tell my students in Farm to Table all the time, like Farm to Table is 10 weeks, but when it comes to like your blood pressure coming, that could easily take a year. We're talking about clogged arteries here. Like that's not an overnight job. We're talking about fat cells shrinking here. We're talking about continuously stabilizing blood sugar. Don't get me wrong. You're going to get some results right away. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be sleeping better. Chronic inflammation is going to go down, all of this. But the big result that you're looking for might take an additional, you know, six to eight to 12 months of following my protocol to get that. And so when those expectations are set from the beginning of the relationship, it increases compliance, but it also helps your client to make a decision about working with you. Because sometimes people don't understand that a health coaching relationship is not a done for you model. It's a done with you model. And while clients know they have to do some work, I mean, duh, most of the time they don't realize how much is required, right? Like I'm a coach, I'm not a magician, (laughs) right? And so you want to make sure that you have a proven process to walk them through getting the result. Those, my friends, are the three great qualities that a great health coach will always have. You tuned in today because like me, you are a disruptor. You're passionate about health and healing and you have firsthand experience with taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we treat lifestyle disease and not simply reserved for those select few who happen upon this information. However, you need to develop mastery around nutrition science, a better understanding of behavior change to increase client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach a client through those lifestyle modifications. You need a proven process, which is why you need to apply for the Plant Protocol Plant-Based Coaching Certification. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply today. And let's work together to change the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Oh, and by the way, if you enjoy what you heard today, give us a like and leave a review and invite your colleagues to come get this help. Until next time, stay obedient.